Okay, what's going down? The Blowdown Podcast. This is your boy Marlon. We got a lot to cover. Your boy Safari got laid down. Safari got laid down by his homie. You know, you can't trust these ratchet ass niggas. Got laid down by his own homies. And I think he said something about Nicki Minaj. Set him up. I don't know. Something crazy. Crazy. I don't know. I'm glad he's all right, though. He went on Angie Martinez crying. Dog. Could have just canceled the video. I mean, the interview. Reschedule. Something. I don't know. Then you got Queen Cardi B. The album. The album is actually okay. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. You know what I'm saying? The Be Careful single that she didn't write. Not crazy about it. You know, quite sure all the teenage thotties going to be digging it. You know, whatever. But the album do got some bangers on it. Drip with the Migos. That's banging. That's popping. And uh, what else? What else she got on there? Is it called I Like? I only listen to the album like two times so haven't got all the names and titles of the songs but uh, I give it a strong B B that's pretty good coming from me you know but your boy Drake he had to steal or shine dropping on the same day he could have held up another week for that shit you know uh, me I am a big Drake fan as we all know he has an impeccable track record with me. But, yeah, this is a lukewarm response from me. You know, you can't hit a home run all the time. You know what I'm saying? So some singles, some doubles, you know. This, to me, is like a double. Uh, the Lauryn Hill sample is dope. He samples... Uh, oh... What song does he sample? X Factor, I believe. And Nas and DJ Khaled, they recently sampled uh, Fuji, La La La. So a lot of sampling of the 90s is coming back. But uh, Lauren Hill, I think, was early 2000. But yeah, uh, the video is the video's better than the song. <laughs> You know, I mean, the sample is so dominant during the the on the recording. It's kind of like Drake. It's like it's like he's a feature on the song. The sample is to stand out. The video is to stand out. Beautiful women, Issa Rae, uh, Yashiri, uh, the girl from the Grownish and Blackish. She's beautiful. I mean. Uh, I hope she's of age because I don't want to feel like a perv looking at her, but she's fucking beautiful. I think she's like, no, she's of age. I think she's like 20, 21, something like that. But yeah, she's very articulate, um, intelligent. She's very woke. (laughs) Oprah anointed her. So, you know, she's already got the world by the boss but she's beautiful i think yeah michelle rodriguez 
Tracy Ellis Ross. Beautiful woman in the video. It's very me too. Um, yeah. But the song is uh, Drake could have held that little bit more player. Still my one of my favorite artists, you know. So let's see what else. Yeah, Cardi B Saturday Night Live re revealed the pregnancy. You know, looked like she's about five or six months. I guess that wasn't a big secret. Um, I guess she told Ebro not to mention it when he interviewed her on Beats One. You know, hey, I'm thinking about it. Now that I think about it, maybe Drake tried to sabotage a little of Cardi B shine for Nikki. You know, didn't want her to have a Cardi B weekend. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Drake was trying to do Nikki a solid. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? We should have a hip-hop weekend. Whenever a big major act is going to drop that weekend, let them have the whole weekend. You know? All the big artists should let them have that weekend as a show of camaraderie. You know? But, you know... We know hip-hop's a contact sport. Very competitive, you know. So, salute to Cardi B. Salute to everybody doing their thing. Salute to uh, Yahari. Salute to Yahari. Word. All right, y'all. I'm out. Blowdown 1. Yo, welcome to the Blowdown. This is your host, Marlon Gladton, a.k.a. Wink. Wink to die, you know what I mean? The blowdown. The blowdown is a little Cleveland terminology. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. The land, 216. You know what I'm saying? This is a little slang we use, you know, when we run down and, you know, holler at somebody. So, putting that out in the atmosphere, you can take it and run with it. Giving y'all a little introduction about myself. I've been in the music industry for over 20, 20 years. A little longer than that, actually. Uh, I have a gold record. I had a rap group called Thieveland. My own uh, independent record label. You know, Execution Entertainment. We also coming out with some new stuff on SoundCloud and Apple. So check it out. My brother Dre Money, still doing our thing. So I've been rapping, writing, producing beats. You know, I work with all the greats from Bone Thugs and Harmony, Dog Pound, The Loonies, Yuck Mouth, Devin the Dude, uh, a lot of rap, a lot of artists, Gerald Levert, recipes to Gerald Levert, you know what I'm saying? Used to make a lot of beats for him. I was. Trying like a motherfucker to get on that LSG album. I knew that was going to be hard, but, you know, I didn't make the cut, but it was still a good learning experience. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into now. I'll let y'all know a little bit about myself. Marlon Glanton, Wink the Dine. We're going to roll in and see what's going on. Excuse me. I'm trying to recover from this calves loss. I mean, I don't understand. How you get a 17-point lead? Let these motherfuckers come back.
You know, when you're clearly the better team, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. LeBron's he he's he's gone this year. I I mean, I've been trying to hold on to it, but uh he's gone. He can't. He, with the team he got now, he can't do it. But let's move on cuz he gave me a lot of stress and anxiety, you know. The Milwaukee Bucks blew out the Boston Celtics. I can't believe they just won a game. They should have been sweeping Boston without Kyrie, but you know, Boston stepped up last night. Pelicans about to sweep the Blazers, which is a shocker. So it's it's some upsets going on. So stay tuned. So yesterday was 420. Happy 420. I know my brother Dre Money was celebrating. <laughs> I don't usually partake as much as I used to back in the day. But you know, back in the day, I I just did my thing, you know what I'm saying? With the sativa and the indica and all the OG and all that good stuff. But uh, like I always say, my brother Dre Money smoke enough for me and him. So, but um, yeah, I don't partake like I used to. But, you know, if you got to know, yeah, I hit it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they had a big... Uh, meeting. Uh, it was uh, a conversation, think piece with the NFL, former NFL players. I think uh, Ricky Williams. Now we know Ricky Williams be smoking. And uh, uh, who else? Who else? Matt Barnes, he was there. A couple of other athletes for the NFL and NBA. And uh, they were discussing. Uh, them smoking weed while they were playing. Like some guy said, he, you know, he blew two blunts before he even hit the field. I definitely think that out of all sports, the NFL should allow at least um, medical, medicinal, uh, marijuana because marijuana has proven to help with stress, anxiety, and they suffer these concussions, giving a PTS syndrome. So, yeah, um, not PTS, PTE, but oh, CTE, my bad. Whatever that shit is, you know, be fucking up the motherfucker brains and be driving them crazy like Aaron Hernandez, who had like I think he had like the worst case of CTE ever. You know, so, hey, I mean, they need to do some regulating with it. And uh, why not? At least the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I don't know how. I don't know how uh, you can survive like that. I mean, those hits are vicious. They help recuperate the body. You know, let them blow a few trees. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of trees. Rallo. Rallo's a rapper out of Atlanta. Got signed to uh, Gucci Man. I think it was a 1017 Records. And uh, this nigga was on a private plane and got caught with a million dollars worth of loud. Like over 400 something pounds. <laughs> that nigga was trying to get it in. I mean, he was trying to flood the streets. And uh, yeah, so uh, he's locked up. And uh, 
Shit's crazy. Million dollars worth of weed on the plane. I even get this shit on the plane. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Rollo was also with the bird, man. Uh, at the infamous uh, uh, Put Some Respect on My Name interview at the Breakfast Club. He was one of the entourage up there before he was kind of popping. You know, I never heard his music before. Seen a couple of Vlad interviews and, you know, it seemed like a real interesting character, you know, say the least. Uh, who also was up there? That cat, uh, what is his name? Derez Deshaun, the one that made Hardaway. Yeah, Hardaway is hard. I like that song. So, yeah, Rollo's been, a, been around for a minute, but he may have to sit down. They may have to sit him down. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, all right, let's get into some music. Music to smoke to, to chill to, relax to. We got Nikki Baby. Nikki Baby, she's back. Minaj. Nikki Minaj is back. The Barbs would be happy. She got two songs Chun Li and Barbie Tings. Chun Li is hard. It's a hard beat. She's rocking down on that. She's rapping. I love when Nikki raps and kind of, you know, my only critique with Nikki is she needs to kind of cut back on the singing, just rap bars and hooks. You know what I'm saying? She's one of the best out. You know, I know everybody's riding the Cardi wave, but she's uh, still the upper echelon line of female MCing. Uh, Barbie Tings, everybody's trashing it, saying it's garbage, but I kind of like it. I mean, it got like an old school beat too. So, um, I think it's Sucker MCs she's sampling. Something, but uh, it's not bad, you know. So, hey, again, Nikki, A for effort, you know what I'm saying? It's a nice reintroduction into the marketplace. It's not whack. Um, so, yeah, you know, go ahead, Nikki. I love competition. Competition brings out the best, and um, it only makes the music better. It elevates us. It's like, well, shit, I got to come with some shit. You know, everybody's on the, the big and head thing, wave, you know what I mean? I got to come with some shit. So, um, yeah, it's good to see her back out there. We got a Drake review. Nice for what? Nice for what to you niggas? Drake, one of my favorite artists. Sampling, another favorite artist of mine. Lauren Hill. Sounds like a can't miss hit. But uh, I'm really not feeling it that much. I mean, I'm sorry. This is like the first song Drake ever dropped. And I wasn't. Now it's like, ah, you know. So, um, but, you know, I guess it's a Me Too movement anthem. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's a great video. It's beautiful women in the video. Um, Tracy Ellis uh, Ross is in the video. Um, the girl from the Blackish. Now I got her own series, The Grownish. Can't remember her name right now. Um, I just know I look. <laughs> I just know she's a beautiful young lady. I hope she's eighteen. Uh, cause I'd be like, wow, she's gonna grow up to be something special. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know, Drake. We have to see. Um, God's plan is my shit, but uh, I don't know. I guess this is a little warm up for the album. Quite sure the album will be great. Then we got J. Cole dropping KOD, Kids on Drugs. ATM, new single. I like it. It's hard. J. Cole is back. J. Cole has a crazy fan base. You know what I'm saying? You don't really think so, but they come out, they show out. You know what I'm saying? They come out and show out whenever his shit drops. So, um, I'm going to get more into depth with it next time because I only listen to a couple of cuts, so I can't give you the real deal review. But uh, I like the single uh, ATM. The video is sort of reminds me of a old Buster Rhymes video. You know, it's very animated. Um, what's that Buster Rhymes song? Give me some more. Video treatments are kind of similar, but... It's hard, and uh, quite sure the J. Cole fans, which I am one, would like it. And uh, another tidbit, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was honored with a Publisher Prize. He was like the first hip-hop artist to receive one. I mean, this is some, hey, stop the presses. This is some real deal shit. No one has never done it in the hip-hop field. Uh, it's a very prestigious award. So, uh, the Black Panther soundtrack, which he executive produced. So, I'm give it up to Kendrick. You know, he's really a, a trendsetter. And, um, he's really doing things for the culture. Now, <laughs> everybody laugh at me because, of, you know, I'm looking... Talk about politics for a minute, looking at Trump bombing Syria. And I told people this before Trump was elected, that Trump is, he's the first gangster president. I repeat, he's the first gangster president. He's, he lives the lifestyle of a gangster rapper. Think about it. He lives the lifestyle of a gangster rapper. He's a billionaire. He likes to flash money and promote his businesses. He's on TV. <laughs> he got a model. He got a model chick as his wife. You know what I'm saying? He's been smashing porn stars. I mean, hey. I'm just saying. He has a private jet. He jet sets and yeah, all around the globe and go to sporting events. You know, he talks shit. Trump is a gangster rapper. I'm telling you, he's a gangster rapper without the music. He lives a gangster rapper lifestyle. You know, so that's y'all president. So, yo, this concludes the episode of Blowdown. I'm going to uh, next episode get into depth with the J. Cole review. And uh, everybody be on the lookout for Dre Money, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Execution Entertainment. We here.
one yo 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 what's good it's the blow down this your host marlon glanton what's popping blow down on you nigga <laughs> yo i'm still charged because once again the goat lebron james has done it last second floater off the glass for the win now, I'm going to tell y'all this. There's been such a great debate between Michael Jordan and LeBron. So before I unpack this and deep dive into this, I'm going to break this down for y'all. Give y'all a little background about me. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Lifelong Cleveland Cavaliers fan way before LeBron was even thought of. I mean, I'll go back to the Craig Elo Ron Harper, Brad Doherty days. We would have had a championship if it wasn't for this guy, Michael Jordan. Now, I've seen the best of Michael Jordan. And because of LeBron, I've been watching him since he was 15 years old at St. Vincent, St. Mary's in Akron. I've seen the best of LeBron James. Now, Michael Jordan is infamous for killing my Cleveland Cavs with the shot over Craig Elo. So, I know about Michael Jordan. And the thing to me that separates the two, LeBron is the more complete, better player. I've always said he was Magic Johnson with athletic ability. He's Magic Johnson on steroids. So, with that said, the thing that separates them to me has always been the rings. Michael Jordan is 6-0. He has six rings, 6-0 in the finals. LeBron has three. He's 3-5 three and five in the finals. But you add in year 15, playing at MVP level, second in assists. Nobody talks about that. He was second in the NBA in assists. He's basically a power forward now. So... I've always, the ring has always been the separation gap with me. But as time goes on, you know, some things eclipse that ring. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, Jordan only got six ring. Bill Russell has uh, 11. <laughs> and they still give it to Michael Jordan. So the rings isn't the common denominator. The rings, uh, I just at a loss for words. This dude has put in so much work culturally. Uh, it's been well documented. Michael Jordan's an asshole. <laughs> and LeBron's a great humanitarian and philanthropist. You know, the things he done for the city of Akron, moving the culture forward. I got to give it to LeBron James. And this is coming from a guy who's the biggest Michael Jordan fan ever. But right now, they're neck and neck. I mean, it's tomatoes, tomatoes. You know, King James the goat on the blowdown. Yeah, giving Drake the, the, the sad face. He the new Jordan meme. <laughs> and Kyrie's the Kanye of the NBA. Kyrie Kanye of the NBA. You know, the egomaniac wanted his own team. He could have been here enjoying the ride. You got a man like that, man. You just soak up game and ride shotgun from him. 
You know what I mean? But anyway, oh, do we have to touch on Kanye? Uh, I guess so. Scoopy dee boop boop. The beat kind of banging though, but look, here's my theory on Kanye. At first, I thought he was just crazy. Then, second, I just thought he was just trying to sell a record. Then, you know, it's a combination of the two with me. He says he's on medications, um, psychiatric medication. He won't divulge what medications he's on, which is his right. If anybody know anything about uh, HIPAA laws, rights of privacy, that's his right. He don't have to divulge what he's on and how often he's on it. Although he said that he's supposed to take nine pills a day, but his, uh, his ass only take them uh, once or twice a week. So I don't know how that works or works out. You know, he'd be a zombie walking around like Frankenstein. Um, yeah, man. Slavery was a choice. <sighs> Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. But I think he's trying to reference the fact that uh, like Haiti fought for the independence. And, you know, I think he's trying to spin it that way that we didn't fight and, you know, just revolt against the slave masters or something like that. Suffer Nat Turner. Um, so I don't know, but slavery for a choice, bruh, that's crazy. The Trump support is crazy, but he likes him because he's a free thinker. He's infatuated with old, successful black man. I really do. Uh, white man. Let me take that back. Old, successful white man. And the systematic racism. I really do believe that. You know, he wants to be part of the Illuminati. You know, all he talks about is Onassis and Ralph Lauren and Einar Bernard, or whoever the fuck he is. <laughs> you know, Kanye be gone on that fashion shit, you know. So I'm going to break it down like this. Kanye is one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, 808 and Heartbreak Beats. Definitely was one of my greatest albums of all time. The college dropout, late registration, graduation, my dark twisted fantasy. Um, even like a couple of tracks off of Yeezus and Pablo. Pablo was my shit too. No more parties in LA with Kendrick. But uh, Kanye, I think we're going to have to get you the fuck out of here, my nigga. Get you the fuck out of here. You know, I don't own a pair of Yeezys. Mm, never was interested in them. You know, I heard they were super comfortable, but, you know, just wasn't really willing to lay down the six, the, the six hun, hundo for some Yeezys. And I definitely don't want none of that homeless apparel with uh, shirts with T-shirts with holes in it. I can make my own T-shirts with holes in it. So, we don't have to get you the fuck out of here, Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you know. Uh, he might have some heat on his album. Who knows? You know. 
But uh, I'm going to have to go on a band of all things Kanye. Shout out to Van Lathan, TMZ, who kind of just tore him a new asshole, went viral. And why is he calling everybody and just popping up at TMZ offices? You know what I'm saying? It's like a method to the madness, you know. He's selling shit, but he's also bonkers too off his meds. So, I don't know. He's uninformed. He supports Trump. Doesn't know any of his policy. Knows nothing about the travel ban. <laughs> I don't even think he knows anything about the wall. He just likes Trump because uh, Trump is outside the box. He tries to be so outside the box and so left that... He's not making any sense, you know, but, uh, oh, by the way, I'm going to start upgrading the, the blow down with more frequency. You know, I'm getting more support out there. Thank y'all. Love y'all. You know, y'all ride with me. I'm going to ride with y'all. So, uh, I'm going to start broadcasting more often and frequently on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast just hooked up with soundcloud the blowdown this is your host marlon one